Prologue A Time in the End A shadow cast across the open doorway. She looked up from her book and saw the gleaming blade hanging between the black leather boots. She followed it up to the hilt, clasped in leather-gloved hands. Vice knew her time was up, Nemesis had come. My name is Vice. She cut the picture of the aristocratic woman, very cosmopolitan in her taste. Vice lives on the high street, right in the heart of today. To the left of her house, is the exchange and right across the road, is the city council. She is so influential in time that hardly anything significant happens without her consent. Many wonder how eternity is able to have a final say on issues. Vice is an institution. I heard a friend say, the other day. She permeates the very fabric of time. There is not a day that Vice is not in the news. He went on further to say, Vice does not sit on the city council but all the members work for her. So to say. She has them all in her pocket. Yes, all. Except for eternity. But how did this happen? I had asked him. Vice has a certain charm, was the response, she can warm her way into any man's heart. Or woman for that matter. It is difficult to say no to Vice. But how did she become so rich and influential? I asked. She comes from a, well, not so poor family. But they're definitely not rich. I know her folk, they are a simple rural family. Peasants, you might say. Her father is a farmer and trades in the market. They live on memory lane. Well, everybody loves Vice, he says. She's fun. She gives everybody what they really want. I mean everybody, poor or rich. And they're ever willing to part with their money or liberty, for a bit of Vice. And you can see, she's there, in the market, in the council, even in the exchange. You could almost say, Vice runs time. A matter of vice. She stood by the window, looking out onto the busy street. Every now and then someone would look up, see her and wave as they continued up and down the street. Vice would smile and wave back, albeit blankly, her mind was somewhere else. Eternity has called her for a meeting to discuss a matter she was involved in. She was annoyed that he would meddle in her affairs and would have declined, but nobody in time can refuse Eternity's calls. But this was the last time, she thought. She remembered the altercation she had with her father when she was young. He showed his displeasure in her life and career choice. One day I will rule time, she had told him in defiance. Now the time has come. She walked to the door at the other end of the room and spoke to the aide who sat by the door waiting on her. Go get me Belarus, she said, tell him to drop everything and come right now. She went back to the window, watched the aide run out of the house and up the street till he was out of sight. The time has come, she thought again. Emergency Council Belarus came out of the Emergency Council meeting. It was barely 24 hours since he was summoned by Vice. He had never seen her show such sense of urgency before. He was able to get all the council members together though the notice was short. The meeting was intense but everyone agreed to one thing, the governor had to be removed. But who will take over? There were many proposals but no agreement was reached before the meeting ended. They set a date for the vote anyway, three market weeks and two days just like the city book says. They'd never done this before. In fact Eternity had been the governor as far as you could tell by recorded history. But the city book spelled out the process to remove the governor and elect a new one. Changing the course of time. Vice stood by the window, overlooking the council building. She was dressed in her new regal attire, waiting for the invitation into the council. 
She was lost in thought and paid no attention to the oddly dressed man walking towards the building. Soon. Vice thought, soon. The council was seated. Everyone was present, except course, eternity. He had not been invited for obvious reasons. His seat, at the head of the table, was empty. I hope you all have your stones, Belarus began to say. This is a historic moment, we are about to change the course of time. While he was speaking, a man approached the doorman sitting outside the hall. Is council set? The stranger asked. The doorman looked up, recognizing him, he jumped to his feet. Yes sir. He said. Shall I announce you? No please, the stranger said. You know how I go. He smiled and walked into the hall. Belarus was still speaking. You all know how Vice has been good to us. We all benefit from her graces. You know all she does in the city as well. As you all know, time does not run without Vice. He paused and looked around the room. Then continued. We are all aware also, of our enemy. Yes, the enemy of Vice, is our enemy. He continually opposes Vice and blocks all the virtuous things she tries to bring into our society. So it is time to make a change, what do you say? Starting from the member beside him, each one stood up to speak. They all extolled the virtues of vice and objected strongly to eternity's stand against her. When the last person had spoken, Belarus, stood up. He reached into his cloak and pulled out a pearly stone. All the members stood up and did the same. It is time Belarus said, I move the motion to remove eternity as governor of time. As he was saying this, the stranger walked in. They all gasped, as he took the seat at the head of the table. Who are you? Belarus screamed, trembling with fear and anger, both at once. Who allowed you in here? How dare you seat on the hallowed seat? Sit down, all of you, the man said quietly as he brought out a stone and laid it on the table. There will be no voting today. They all stared at the stone in shock. It was a blue stone, a veto. Nobody had seen a blue stone in centuries. But who is this? They wondered. Belarus found his voice. Who are you? Sir? He asked shakily. My name is Peace. Epilogue. What shall we do with Vice? Eternity asked. Nothing, Peace replied. Or no, actually. I'll talk to Nemesis. The time in the end. A shadow cast across the open doorway. Vice looked up from her book and saw the gleaming blade hanging between the black leather boots. In this space of time rules vice and with time is the end of vice where there is no weeping or gnashing of teeth but, in the fiery place the fiery spaceless time is ruled, for vice where there is weeping, where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. Read next. House of Pain.